Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. Are you surrounded by enrichers or drainers? Knowing the answer to this question could be the difference between serving or sabotaging your ability to manage your money and reach your financial goals. In today's podcast, I'll share how to recognize the drainers and what steps you need to take to protect yourself and your finances. After listening, you just may feel the need to share this edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with some of the people you know and love. I'll also be sharing an insightful and powerful conversation with estate planning and family law attorney, Lori Ann Douglas of the law firm Douglas, Rademacher, and Brown LLP. Douglas shares why you shouldn't wait to become older or richer before being proactive with estate planning and other tools to create and protect your money and other assets. It's about creating multi-generational wealth, people, so listen up. And of course, I'll have another great recommendation for your wealthy thinking reading list. But first, are you surrounded by enrichers or drainers? Your friends and other people you associate with can significantly influence your beliefs, emotions, and choices when it comes to your money. One of my best friends, who's actually like a brother to me, Black Enterprise Chief Content Officer Derek T. Dingle, once gave me a great piece of advice a while back. There are only two kinds of people in this world, those who enrich you and those who drain you. I believe this is also true when it comes to money. You're surrounded by people who either encourage and support good financial habits or who sabotage your ability to reach your financial goals. When it comes to building and protecting your wealth, it's important to know who your friends are. Here are some clues. 1. They only come around you when they think you have money. Listen, if all your social interactions seem to revolve around paydays, tax refunds, in year-end bonus season, and friends are scarce when your funds are low, that's an obvious red flag. If they can't think of any way to socialize with you that does not involve spending money, they are drainers, not enrichers. Clue number two. They ridicule your efforts to cut back on spending, boost your savings, and otherwise positively change your financial habits. If their response to such changes is to call you cheap or stingy, then they are not enrichers. Even if they don't want to give up expensive dinners or weekly shopping sprees, they should be encouraging and supportive of you as you sacrifice to achieve your financial goals. Clue number three, they treat you like an ATM. However, they only make withdrawals, never deposits. If they're always borrowing and you're always treating, They are drainers. And if you're the person your circle of friends comes to when they want money, here's how to stop being a human ATM. First, never lend money you can't afford to give away. When anyone asks to borrow money from you, always ask yourself what would happen if they don't pay you back. If you really need to get that money back to pay a bill, buy food, get to work, pay your mortgage or car note, or to reduce your own debt, you cannot afford to lend it to anyone else. Second, 
only lend from discretionary funds or disposable income. That's what you have left over after you put money toward your savings, your debt, your emergency fund, your retirement fund, and you paid all of your bills and expenses. Having no money left means no lending. Third, and really most important, if you really care about your friends, encourage independence. Do not enable their dependency on you. Constantly bailing others out of financial jams does not really help them, after all. If someone is always in financial trouble, the best help you can give them is to direct them to online resources like blackenterprise.com or deadadvice.org that can help them to fix their finances and make better money choices. Whatever you do, stop making their money problems your responsibility. The truth is, money habits are only partly a result of one's level of financial education. The rest is driven by our behaviors and personalities that if left unchecked can do a real number on our finances. For example, you might be a money martyr, a person who just doesn't know how to say no to family and friends. As a result, they come to recognize you as their personal banker and emergency fund. If you lend without demanding repayment, always pick up the tab for meals or pay for gas, and even commit one of the cardinal sins of money management, co-signing, you will not only attract drainers, you will create them. So while your intentions may be good, you are probably doing damage to yourself in two important ways. First, you are likely hurting your own credit, creating debt for yourself and depleting your savings. Second, you are creating a culture of dependency among the people you care about sabotaging both their willingness and their ability to take care of their own wants and needs. You will naturally become part of a community of drainers, not enrichers. The bottom line, never put the needs of others ahead of your own financial obligations and goals. If you must, and you can truly afford it, put a specific amount for family and friends into your monthly budget and never give beyond that amount. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. We're back with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Are you taking a multi-generational approach to your financial planning? If so, then you understand that it's not just about creating wealth. It's also about successfully passing it on to the people and causes you care about. So you definitely want to hear my powerful conversation with estate planning and family law attorney, Lori Ann Douglas of the law firm Douglas, Rademacher, and Brown, LLP. But first, it's time for my Wealthy Thinking reading list recommendation. Regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of being proactive about your financial education, specifically by reading at least one book about personal finance, investing, or business each and every month. 
Today, I'm recommending Millionaire Moves, Seven Proven Principles of Entrepreneurship by William F. Picard, Ph.D. Bill Picard is a chairman of Global Automotive Alliance, currently ranked number 16 on the BE100's list of the nation's largest black-owned businesses, as ranked by Black Enterprise. This automotive parts business reported more than $234 million in annual revenues for 2016. Picard is also a co-managing partner of MGM Grand Detroit Casino and co-owner of five black newspapers. With Millionaire Moves, he shares his professional journey to becoming one of the nation's most successful black businessmen, using humor, honesty, and a teaching style to share lessons many of them hard-won, that led to him not only achieving, but wildly exceeding his goals. Readers will learn directly from Picard, as well as from the stories of others who succeeded against the odds. Pay close attention to the chapter on finance, where Picard delivers valuable, straight talk about money, including where to get it, and what to do and not do with it. This book is great for young entrepreneurs, looking for an inspirational example they can identify with, along with proven tools to be applied in the pursuit of their own ambitions. Be sure to add Millionaire Moves, Seven Proven Principles of Entrepreneurship by William F. Picard, Ph.D. to your wealthy thinking reading list. And now pay close attention to my insightful and powerful conversation with estate planning and family law attorney, Lori Ann Douglas of the law firm Douglas Rademacher and Brown LLP. Douglas shares why you shouldn't wait to become older or richer before being proactive with tools to create and protect your money and other assets, as well as your children and other people you love. Hi, Alfred. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me today. So let's start with letting our audience know a little bit about your career and talk about the things you're doing right now and the big moves that you made. Quite a while ago, in the early 90s, when I left the district attorney's office, I wanted to go into private practice and to practice in an area where I could help my clients and really in an area where I could most assist the African-American community because that is my uh, own personal aspiration to be a lawyer that can provide value to our community. And so in the early 90s, I thought about different practice areas And unfortunately, my best friend's grandmother passed that summer of 1993, and her family gave me the estate administration. And in administering that estate, I started to recognize that the African-American community really needs to do estate planning. And um, I also recognized that I know a lot of African-Americans who were going to die, and there were not a lot of attorneys in the trust and estates field. And so I started concentrating my practice in trust and estates back in the early 90s. I've had a pretty successful practice. In um, 2006, I became partner in a law firm in White Plains, New York, Kurzman, Eisenberg, Corbin, and Lever. And then in 2007, I joined Moses and Singer, a uh, major New York City law firm in their trust and estates department. And I was a partner in um, the Trust and Estates Department as well as in litigation and family law because I also litigate in estate and trust as well as matrimonial and family law matters. And uh, 
after 10 years at Moses and Singer in October 2017, I was very excited to lead Moses and Singer along with their best and brightest Justin Estates associate, who's now my partner, Kara Rademacher, and Kara, along with another uh, attorney friend of mine, Charlene Brown, we have announced our own practice. Douglas, Rademacher, and Brown, where we are concentrating our practice in trust and estates, matrimonial, family law, and the practice groups that you really need to to do those matters well, uh, real estate, business law, and intellectual property. So, Lori, let's start with one of the kind of the most important questions I'm sure you encounter, which is this idea that why do I need an estate plan? I don't really have enough. I'm not rich. That's for rich people. I don't really have anything that needs to be protected or passed on. How do you respond to that question, which I'm sure you hear a lot? Well, I think estate planning is somewhat of a misnomer because it does imply that it's only for the wealthy. But quite frankly, anybody who's going to die, which is everybody, needs to put their affairs in order because unless you literally own nothing and you have no children, then you have nothing to plan for. But if you have family members and you have any assets at all, tangible personal property, you own a home, you have retirement plans, you have money in the bank, life insurance, any assets at all that you're going to leave, if you don't have an established plan, it's going to be a disaster. Whether your estate is worth, you know, $100,000 or $100 million, The planning is critical, not just for wealth building, but to maintain family harmony, to administer an estate effectively and efficiently, to save costs and attorney fees. I mean, people seem to think when someone dies that their assets just automatically get to the next generation, and they don't. It's a complex process, and without proper planning and input, from the individual whose assets they were, it can just be messy, time-consuming, and costly. You can get more information on wills, trusts, and other aspects of estate planning from Lorianne Douglas Esquire by emailing her at lori at drbcouncil.com. That's L-O-R-I at D as in David, R, B as in Bob, council.com. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed How Decisions in Pursuit of Sex, Love, and Relationships Impact Your Career, Business, and Financial Success at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear, and I know you do, take some time and leave a five-star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening. Come back for more next week. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.